as we continue this year together of understanding our life in Christ and what it means to be a daily intentional disciple of Jesus. We get this teaching from the Lord in our gospel. And it's important for us to realize that this reading that we heard today is part of this great sermon that we call the Sermon on the Mount, which began with Jesus giving us the Beatitudes. It's very important that we always keep this in mind of where the Lord is taking us. He wants each one of us to know the unbelievable joy, peace, and happiness of living in the blessings of God. And the more that you and I taste those blessings, the more that we know the emptiness of the happiness that the world continually tries to offer us. And so, Jesus wants to lead us into a life of blessedness, a life of the kingdom of God. And he shows us that that journey is a journey through the heart. A journey through the heart. The path to the Beatitudes, to a blessed life, is through your heart and mine. This is why Jesus says, You have heard it said you shall not kill. But I say to you, whoever, whoever is angry with his brother or sister in his heart, it is like killing that person emotionally within us. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus said, but I say to you, whoever even looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in his heart. The heart is always the way to a more beautiful, happier, better life in the Lord. There's a beautiful film called For Greater Glory. It's one of my favorite films. In the beginning of that film is a song that is sung in Spanish. The melody is hauntingly beautiful, but the words very profound. These are the words. Between heaven and earth, between light and darkness, between faith and sin, lies only my heart, only God and my heart. This is what the reading from Sirach is trying to impress upon us. That the heart is this sanctuary deep within us where some of the most important decisions are made. 
decisions for life or death, for good or for evil. It is therefore the place where the most important battles are fought and either won or lost. And the Bible wants us to be amazed at our heart, but also to realize the great responsibility that comes with the freedom that you and I have been given for the choices that we make. And to realize that these choices have consequences for ourselves and other people, not only in the present, but that these choices that we make with our freedom have eternal consequences. It's amazing when you think about it, that the choices that we are going to make this week can have eternal consequences. They are either leading me in the way of a life that is blessed to eternal beatitude or leading me down a path that is that hellish, miserable place of eternal misery that Jesus calls Gehenna. And so Jesus, because he wants happiness for you and I, he wants blessedness for you and I, he rightly leads us to the place where it all begins, into our hearts. But this, my dear friends, is the challenge. I remember years ago when I was so lost, I was so unhappy, I did not like my life and I did not like myself. And if someone would have said, you know, you just got to go into your heart, I would have said, no way. Because when I would look into my heart, I was afraid of what I saw in my heart. It was easier for me just to live a life of pretending that everything's okay, to keep wearing the masks, to keep busying my life in diversions, and to either compensate or medicate the deep things within my own heart. Because in my heart, as Jesus teaches us, I realized that there were inclinations and leanings towards sins. And therefore, my heart was a place of guilt and a place of shame. My heart was a place of pain because of the ways that I had been hurt by some of the people in my life who, like me, were sinners. Places where I had been wounded, where I'd experienced rejection, abandonment. My heart was a place of confusion. I did not know who I was. I didn't know what life was all about, what it meant to be a man. Go into my heart? Are you kidding me? No way. 
But the good news, you see, we were never meant to go into our hearts by ourselves. Few people can do it or have the courage or even know what to do when they find what's in there. The good news is that Jesus leads the way. Jesus invites us to go with him into our hearts. And I'll never forget the day when God put one of his beautiful disciples in my life and she said to me, do you know why you are so unhappy? Do you know why you're so lost and confused? The problem is your heart. It's because you are not dealing with the sin and all its effects that are in your heart. But she said, there is one who can go into your heart with you and help you to clean up your way of loving and to deal with this sin so that you might know the fullness of life that Jesus came to give you. And so Jesus journeys with us in our heart. And now because Jesus is with me, I'm not alone. I don't have to be afraid of what I find in here. If I see leanings and tendencies towards sin, praise God, I will not be condemned. Jesus, who is the friend and the best friend of every sinner, promises to treat me with mercy, that he will give me forgiveness of my sins, and he will deliver me from the power that these sins have over my life, and I will know freedom. I don't have to be afraid of the hurts and the wounds that have not yet healed, that I've been running away from all my life. Jesus promises to be gentle, to be like a divine physician who will not break the bruised reed, but will heal the wounds and the hurts in my heart. This is why Jesus so often said, don't be afraid. I am your heart's savior. I am the world's redeemer. And this is why the heart is the focus and the locus of redemption. It's where the most important, important drama of life happens and unfolds. And so Jesus, in the reading this week, he says, you know what? Let's go into your heart, and I want to show you something. You know that anger that you deal with? that impatience that you often see there, this way of treating people harshly and critically, don't be afraid of that. But you and I together, we're going to overcome that anger. We're going to deal with that impatience. And you are going to know the blessedness of the meek, the blessing of the peacemakers. If you will let me 
and bring to me your anger and your impatience. And then he says, what about that lust that sometimes you find moving in your heart? Don't be afraid of that because you and I are going to deal with that lust together. And oh my gosh, today, my dear brothers and sisters, God bless us. With all the things that are coming, on, coming at us on the TV and that jungle that we call the internet, the challenge of living a pure life. Oh my gosh. And all the temptations that this technology is putting before us constantly. My dear sisters, I always want to look at you with a pure heart. And yet the world around me keeps inviting me to look at you another way. And same with regard to the way women look at men. And Jesus says, I will help you overcome that lust so that you can know the blessedness of the pure of heart and the joy of having a heart that is innocent and pure and holy. My dear friends, being a disciple of Jesus means opening and entrusting our heart to the only one who can redeem it, heal it, and save it. And we can do nothing better at this Mass than to bring what is in our hearts to this altar. And as Jesus comes to us in holy communion, to let him be with us in any places of the heart that need to be, to, to be saved, to be loved, to be healed. Isn't this beautiful? This is the only way to a blessed life, to a wonderful life, to a beautiful life, and where we can actually make a difference in this world. And so, the importance of following Jesus every single day and bringing to him everything that is in our heart. Amen?